Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuck show coming to you live on this Wednesday evening as well. We get ready for final preseason game for the Atlanta Falcons coming up tomorrow night. We'll have all of your coverage starting at 5.30 with the pregame show right here on 92.9 The Game, your home, uh, your radio home of the Atlanta Falcons. Wes and Dave will have the call coming up at 7.30. Let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk to our friend of the show. She, of course, covers the Atlanta Falcons for Atlanta Falcons. Tori McElhaney joining us here. You can uh, follow Tori on her Twitter page, at Tori underscore McElhaney. Tori, as always, thanks for a few minutes uh, on the show with me this evening. Of course, no worries. You know, uh, I want to talk first about something that your colleague Scott Bear had uh, written, and uh, I talked about this on my podcast this morning. You know, I really like what Mac Holland's been saying as far as no free lunches, everybody's competing. We know that that's been a big theme of, you know, training camp and going into preseason. How much of a leader do you think that he's become on this team? Have you kind of seen, I know he's kind of a quirky guy, but, you know, has he really kind of stepped up in the leadership role for this squad? Yeah, he has. And it goes back to something that I think it was TJ Yates when we were talking to him the first day of joint practices in Miami. And he was specifically asked about Matt Collins. And he was like, Matt Collins has stepped into a role as a leader in this room and not only in this room, but I think within the offensive unit as well. He's very vocal in a way that I didn't expect from him. I mean, this is a guy who has kind of been a career special teams guy. And last year was the first year that he really got any significant type of looks at receiver. And he goes out and has, you know, a a really good production in that year. And, now he has the opportunity to kind of make something of himself as a receiver in this offense. And I, I think that's something that he's going into this year being excited about because he's like, hey, like, what do I have to lose almost? Do you think that the coaching staff has even been surprised by just his level of just leadership, performance, things like that? I mean, I, again, to your point, a guy that really kind of played a lot of special teams, but, you know, we saw kind of that breakout year, but, you know, again, this is Terry Fontenot's specialty is finding guys that are NFL players and bringing them in, you know, to a roster and and, and getting them to fit. Do you think even the coaches were a little bit surprised just about how good maybe Matt Collins is? Perhaps. I mean, I haven't asked them that question directly, so I don't want to like put words in their mouth that they haven't said, but I, I have to imagine that, you go out and you get a guy like Matt Collins and you understand kind of what his history is and that there isn't a lot of 
film per se with him being a true, let's say, number two receiver. And and so you go out and you get him, and he's kind of this odd bird, I think you can say. I think he maybe would say the same thing about himself. And he, he kind of comes in here, and he becomes something that I know I didn't expect him becoming when they signed him. And, you know, I don't know what the coaches feel, but I, I have to imagine there it's, it's probably a pleasant surprise for them too. Yeah, and for the record, I have to wear shoes. I just I can't I can't afford to you know <laughs> slip and fall. But anyway, uh, Tori McElhaney joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. If we expect that no starters by and large are going to play tomorrow, you know we even saw in the first preseason game where you know Arnold Ebicady did play a lot of snaps. Is there a guy or two that I don't know? I mean, could be a starter or. You know, could be, you know, somebody that they really want to evaluate even more that I'm not saying necessarily even on the on the bubble, but just maybe, you know, again, maybe part of why Ebicady played in the first game is just the lack of depth that they have at some of those positions. Do, do you feel like that's a, a guy that is going to play a lot tomorrow? Is there somebody else that you're targeting? Yeah, with with Arnold Ebicady, it was interesting because in the last two preseason games, I, I think I even wrote this at some point that it's it, it's been a surprise for me to see him playing as much as he is. But I think it goes, especially I remember looking up in the fourth quarter of that Miami game, and he's he's out there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. why in the world is is AK out there? And it and it didn't really make any sense to me at the time. But then the more I think you talk to coaches or you talk to Arnold Abacati himself, it's kind of like maybe they have him working on stuff. He ta- he's talked about wanting to establish himself as a pass rusher this year in a way that maybe he didn't last year. I know he made the joke back in OTAs. He was like, I left a lot of production out on the field that I really want to, to get back this year. And I think this year, being a second year in the league, that's a goal of his. And so maybe they have him working on pass rush moves with some of these third-string guys against Miami and the Bengals. And so I'm curious. I'm just as curious, I think, as everybody else to see someone like Arnold Ebicady, how much he does play in this third preseason game as I think they continue to to figure out exactly what his strengths are. You know, Tori, <laughs> I know fans, you know, have been a little bit upset just from, well, we're not seeing enough of the starters and, and we need our guys to play more and build that chemistry. But <laughs> in, in today's NFL, look, that comes from practice. I mean, that's not that's not preseason game action. I mean, that's that's more of a fan thing. I think yeah. I, I think that the first team did plenty on offense, and I and I've seen and I mean again, I'm not going to learn anything if they play five or ten more snaps. So I think they've done enough with their first team. Um, but really, these practices are, and especially those joint practices, are where you you get that. But I understand the fan philosophy just about we want to see more of our guys. Yeah, and and I I understand that too, and I I think we're both in agreement. Look, I I'm never been I've never been one to really care that much about the preseason. Of course, you care about the development that you see the guys, you know, taking steps in the right direction and all that kind of stuff and gelling together in practices. But when it comes to the games themselves, it, it to me it's I don't know. It's one of those things. That I'm just like just get through the preseason. Like you're see these starters. This is a long NFL season. You're going to see them. And the the longer you can hold them out in the preseason, to me, like I, I was going to be fine if we never saw Kyle Pitts in the preseason. 
But, you know, he goes out there and he goes out there in the first drive, the only drive that the starters had against the Bengals. And it's like, okay, that was enough. I don't need to see any more. And it was honestly more than enough. And so I kind of fall under the camp of, you know, don't play them if you like if you have any reservations about them at all. And I, I, I but I, again, I understand why fans feel differently. They want to see these guys that, for a lot of people, have they haven't seen them play together. But again, you and I have been out to practice. We've seen them play together. We can see how they gel together. Mm-hmm. But I understand that the fans can't see that on a on a day to day basis. So the preseason games are, are the moments to see it. So I, I understand both sides. Tori McElhaney from AtlantaFalcons.com joining me here on the WaitFord.com hotline. You know, one guy who has really stood out in the preseason, and in fact he um, made Pro Football Focus's um, preseason week number two uh, team is DeMarco Hellams. And, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that I, I, I go back to. I, I think that this is I, – I know he's a good player, but I think that this is a Jerry Gray influence, you know, on a kid like that where – He's playing aggressive. He's he's ball hungry. He's going after things. He's making plays all over the field. He's really been impressive so far in these first two weeks of the preseason. Yeah, he has, and it's interesting because I'm glad that you brought him up because I actually wrote a, a full profile on him that ran this morning on AtlantaFalcons.com, and and I talked to Dave Huxtable, who is spent the last two. He's now on the Falcons staff working with the the defensive line alongside Ryan Nielsen, but. He was at Alabama for the last two years as an analyst and in being able to talk to him about kind of building context to what Arthur Smith has said after every single preseason game of DeMarco Helen, the guy that we're seeing right now is the same guy that we scouted out of Alabama and that we saw show up for Alabama. And in talking to Dave Huxtable, it was like, what does that mean? And he's like, well, you see him going out and he's laying the hammer with some of these tackles. And he was like, and I think, something that he improved upon in training camp was exactly what we were talking about, where it was understanding coverages and understanding the right places to be and how to play certain guys in certain coverages. And it, that all comes from Steve Jackson. It comes from Jerry Gray and the work that they've been putting in. He's Dave Huxville said that there's been a definite jump in what DeMarco Helms has done in terms of the techniques and the fundamentals that he's using. And that all goes back to coaching. One thing I am a little bit, uh, just confused about, and, and I hope you can kind of help me maybe make sense of all of this. So D. Alford had the punt return for a touchdown in week one, and we know that he may be a candidate, but he's not listed in the top three on the depth chart, and Mike Hughes is listed at number one, who hasn't returned a punt in the preseason, and I'm just a little bit confused about where we're at with the punt return game is it Mike Hughes' job to lose, or is it a D. Alford job to lose? I mean, where, where kind of are we with that? With Again, D. Alford not even in the top three right now. Yeah, I'll say this, and I, I mean this with my whole heart, soul, and being. The depth chart means absolutely nothing. And I <laughs> – so I would just take everything that you see there with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. really and truly Mike Hughes isn't practicing right now. He's not going to play – in this third and final preseason game. So it's hard for me to sit here and say that, yeah, he's going to be ready to go out week one and return punts. And maybe he will. But at this point in time, I'm, I would be more comfortable sending out someone like the Alford who we have seen return punts and, you know, practice in that setting. And so 
what that means for the future of the punt returner, I'm not sure. But I think for right now, because you don't have you, Mike Mike Hughes is working through that soft tissue injury that Arthur Smith said he is the last like two weeks, and that they'll reevaluate before week one. I think that's kind of where it we were left. What does your gut tell you when you think Jeff Okuda is going to be back with this team? Well, Arthur Smith said that it would probably be sometime in the first few weeks of the season. Now, I'm going to be really, really curious to see if that means week two or if it means week three. Or there's also the option to, you know, put him on the 53-man roster, come cuts on Tuesday, and then move him to IR. But then, of course, that means missing four games. So it's all about where they think he is in his progression in terms of rehabbing that ankle. It's like, do you think that if you think that you can have him out there 100% ready to go in week two or week three, then he doesn't go on IR. But I think on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of this coming week, we'll have more of an understanding as to what they are thinking with Jeff Okuda and and what that injury entails. Last question for you, Tori. Give me one or two players that you think are on the bubble legitimately and have the most approved potentially tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm really excited to see guys like Josh Ali, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, uh, John Fitzpatrick. The, those three, like, pass catcher skill guys, I think are – you always kind of look at those wide receivers or DBs as places that you can kind of pick and choose from. And it's like, okay, how many receivers and tight ends is this Falcons team wanting to carry into the first week of the season? And so that's something I'm really curious to see, those guys – especially because I think everywhere else feel I feel pretty confident. And then, of course, there's also the question of going back to the guy that we were talking about before, DeMarco Helms. Like, you know that you have a pretty full list of safeties that are going to be on this team. So Jesse Bates, Richie Grant, Jalen Hawkins, maybe Micah Abernathy. That's four safeties. Are you willing to carry a fifth? And would that fifth be a guy like DeMarco Helms? I think he's shown out in the preseason. So did he do enough to earn a spot? Think Mayfield is on that list? I, I'm very curious to see. Um, I, I wonder if, because just this past week with practice, he's kind of slid down working with the third team offensive mm-hmm. line instead of the second team. So I'm, I, I'm just as curious about that one as everybody else, I think. Yeah, uh, I I think he's done some good things in the run game going north and south, but the pass protection is still eh, a little bit questionable. But anyway, that's a discussion for another time. Tori McElhaney, you can find her on our personal Twitter page, at Tori underscore McElhaney. Check out all of her work at AtlantaFalcons.com, doing real good stuff there. And she joined me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Tori, as always, appreciate a few minutes on the show. We will certainly chat again soon here. Awesome. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. You got it. John Chuckery. We'll be back. Sports Radio 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.